Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to our Daily Power Prayer Podcast. We hope these few moments of prayer and Bible reading will empower you to have faith in our Creator, live every day in God's Word, and inspire your family, your friends, and community to live for Jesus. Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast. I am your host, Sherry T, and this is the best day of our life because God is in control. Our affirmation for today is we are excited, we are blessed, we are grateful, and most of all, we are believers for life. We believe in John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Let me say this, to believe in Jesus is to trust his word and follow his instructions. Let me open with the word of prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, how excellent is your name. Be power and glory forever. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. With a grateful heart, we give you praise, honor, and glory. Give us this day our daily bread, then forgive us of our sins. Create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. May the meditation of our hearts and the words of our mouth be acceptable in your sight. For Lord, you are our strength and redeemer. May the God of peace protect us from the fiery darts and the satanic attacks which comes from those who live in darkness. Father, we forgive those who trespass against us. Therefore, keep us in the shadow of your presence as we declare and decree that you reign forever. Be blessing and power to our King who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. Father, today we call on Jehovah Rapha, our healer, to heal broken hearts and open blind eyes. Teach us your ways as we study your word. May the spirit of wisdom and revelation and counsel power and might guide us into all truth and show us those things which shall come to pass. Today we put on the full armor of God in order to stand against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore we speak with the authority given to us and command the authorities, the powers, and rulers of this dark world to take their hands off our family, friends, community, and our nation. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over every unclean, perverse thought that comes from the pain of our past, and we declare that all negative words spoken against us have no power or dominion over our lives. In the most precious and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ, amen. Our reading for today is Romans 1, 22 through 32. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. They changed the glory of the incorruptible God into the image made like the corruptible men, birds, four-footed beasts, and creepy things. Therefore, God gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their hearts, to dishonor their own bodies among themselves. They turned the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator, who was blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to their dishonorable passions. Their women exchanged the natural function of what is against nature. Likewise, men leaving the natural function of a woman burned in their lust toward one another. 
men with men doing that which is shameful and receiving in themselves the due penalty of their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God turned them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not proper. They were filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit. They are gossip, slanders, God-haters, proud, boastful, inventors of evil things, and disobedient toward parents. Without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affections, callous, and unmerciful. Who knows the righteous requirements of God? That those who commit such things are worthy of death. They not only do them, but they also give hearty approval to those who practice them. Father, would you bless the reading and the hearing of your holy word? Let me begin with a quote by C.S. Lewis. There are two kinds of people, those who say to God, thy will be done, and those to whom God says, all right then, have it your way. I believe this quote is relevant to our text. So today I want to talk from the subject, have it your way. Some of us may remember the fast food chain that used the slogan, have it your way. And there are many of us that live by their philosophy as a way of life, saying phrases like, I'm going to live my truth. I'm going to do me, boo. Well, have it your way. Just like C.S. Lewis wrote, there are two kinds of people, those who walk with God and those to whom God says, all right, have it your way. In our text for today, the Apostle Paul is dealing with those who wish to live by the Burger King philosophy. You know, it's all about having things our way. Before we dissect our text, let me review what was taking place in verses 1 through 25. As we know, Paul makes his way to Rome and begins to preach to the Gentiles who are called by Jesus Christ. Now, the Apostles Paul desire is to impact some spiritual gift to them so that their faith may be established. Once Paul lays that foundation, he changes the tone of his message in verses 18 through 25 and reveals the three things which make God angry. The first thing he revealed was that their, their unbelief. The second thing it was their ungrateful heart. And the last thing, it was idol worship. Paul again makes it clear to the Gentile nation that there is a price to pay for doing things their way. Which brings us to our text as we find out what the consequences are when God lets us have it our way. The first thing God will do is give us over to the lust of our flesh or the lust of our hearts. The second thing God will do is give us over to our passion. And the last thing God will do in his anger is give us over to a reprobate mind. Put a bookmark right there and I'll get back to that momentarily. Before we get to the three points, let me say this. God is a good father. He is righteous and just in all his ways and he makes no mistakes. 
If we don't accept the truth of God's word and what Jesus has given us in the person of the Holy Spirit, then we will have no excuse when the wrath of God comes upon us. I'm reminded of a word God spoke to the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 29. God told Jeremiah to go to the children of Israel and let them know that they were being deceived by false prophets and psychics. That they were prophesying lies in the name of the Lord and that they should not listen to them. God told Jeremiah, let them know that I have plans for them, plans to give them a hope and a future. See, God spoke a warning and a promise to the prophet just for the children of Israel. Today, many of us are caught in the same trap, the trap of subliminal messaging, the power of words that have taken root in our hearts and minds and that will draw us away from our creator. Just listen to the amount of propaganda you and I hear on a daily basis. This is why we must study God's word and be in constant fellowship with him so that we don't get caught into the traps of sin. This leads us to the first thing God said, all right, have it your way. In verse 24, we notice God gave them up to the uncleanliness through the lust of their hearts to dishonor their own bodies among themselves. In the era of Black Lives Matter movement, this is what matters to God. It is the condition of our hearts. And what's in our hearts are the messages that we hold in our mind. For some people, they hold the message of racism. For others, they hold the message of gossip. And for some, they hold the message of rebellion. And for many, they just hold a message that is not true. If we refuse to accept the truth of God's word, then God has no other option than to turn us over to the lust of our flesh. See, the heart is the very thing that connects us to the Holy Spirit. But God is willing to disconnect us from his presence if we continue to walk contrary to his intended purposes. God will because he gave us the right to choose. Therefore, choose this day whom you will serve. Choose life or death. The second thing that God will give us over to is our dishonorable passions for one another. In verses 25 through 27, they turned the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who was blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. Their women exchanged the natural functions of what is against nature, like the men leaving the natural functions of a woman burned in their lust toward one another, men with men doing that which is shameful and receiving in themselves the due penalty of their error. Yes, God will turn us over to our passions. See, in Genesis 1, 
God made it very clear when he created Adam and Eve. He, see, he told them, be fruitful and multiply. But before he told them, he blessed them. He blessed the sanctity of the union that they would have the intimate relationship that he had drawn them to each other and wanted them to be fruitful and multiply. That means make children for the kingdom of God. The last thing we find out is what God will do in his anger is to give us over to a reprobate mind. Verses 28 and 30 through 31. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not proper. They were filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit. They were gossip, slanderers, God haters, proud, boastful inventors of evil things and disobedient toward their parents, without understanding covenant breakers, without natural affections, callous and unmerciful. Wow. Whatever our minds can conceive, God gave it over, gave us over to that type of thinking. And surely it will come to pass as at the end, according to verse 32, it is only worthy of death. Here are my final thoughts. Jesus spoke these words to the Pharisees. No person can serve two masters, for they will hate one and love the other, or they will stand devoted to one and despise the other. See, we cannot serve God and mammon. This is what the Holy Spirit is revealing to us through the Apostle Paul. At the end of our day, we must give an account of our behavior because God looks at our hearts. If we can get our heart and our mind to follow the instructions which are written in this book, then we will understand the fullness of God's love and the sacrifice that was made through us through the made for us through the birth death and resurrection of Jesus it was more important for Jesus to do the will of his father than to have his own way wow even in the garden of gethsemane Jesus makes it very clear father let your will be done not my will, but let your will be done. Jesus, who was blameless, stood in our place that we might live with him forever. What love, what sacrifice. And Paul is beginning to speak to the Gentile nation, which is us. to turn our lives around and live for Jesus Christ, to turn our lives around and accept the gift that God gave us through his son, that he might pour out his spirit upon all flesh. 
and that we might have the right to the tree of life. Let us pray. Our Father, we declare that heaven is your throne and earth is your footstool. Forgive us because we have trespassed against you. Cleanse our heart from all unrighteousness and deliver us from evil. Continue to draw us to the living water and the bread of life. Do not remember the sins of our youth or our transgressions. May your will be done according to your loving kindness and your tender mercies. Remember that you are the God of our salvation. Therefore, instruct sinners in the way, because you are good and just. In the most precious and the most powerful name by which we are saved, our King, our Lord, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The blood still works. Our God is faithful. The blood of Jesus is working in our favor. We trust only in our God. If we obey his commandments, then no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The blood still works. If we obey his words, we will eat the good of the land. The blood still works. Jesus bore our infirmities and healed us of all our diseases. The blood still works. Fear must submit to our faith in Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. The blood still works. The kingdom of heaven lives in us because the blood still works. In Jesus' name, amen. for listening to the power prayer podcast remember john 3 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life peace and blessings in the matchless name of jesus Mm -hmm.